Hi, I'm Annie Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. And this is another episode in our series entitled Conversations Around Buyer Broker Compensation. And this is really a conversation around those conversations because my friend Davina Clarity has joined us again. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and in this video, I'm sorry, in this episode, we are gonna discuss 10 specific factors that Davina thinks are important for, that she thinks are important to discuss with a buyer. Listeners, viewers, you may adopt all 10 of these. You might take some of these, add others to them. Uh, this conversation around conver your conversation with a buyer is intended to help you understand the enormous value you bring to that relationship that empowers the buyer to realize their goal of purchasing real estate. And in truth, uh, Davina's gone over this list with me already. We're not gonna get through it in one episode. So we'll see if it takes two or three episodes to get through this list because I want you to be able to really explain mm -hmm. to brokers in the exact way that they may explain to buyers the value they as a buyer's broker bring to the buyer in a transaction. Absolutely, and, and just like you said, it, they, the broker, can understand the value that they bring to a buyer in a transaction. In the last um, episode, we talked about you know brokers not knowing their own value and just adopting and of course this isn't the end-all be-all list there may be things that are not even on this list that, that brokers do that add value to right. them in their business but um, this if you adopt things of value then you see your you're like oh my gosh I do this for every <laughs> client right like then you can have get the warm and fuzzies and, and be able to explain that to your clients that I do this like for everyone and this is, I wanna do this for you too. And this, this is like a, you know, no exceptions kind of Okay. Thing. Okay, so. All right, let's go. Okay. I, Cause I agree with you. It, okay. It's amazing how much value a buyer broker adds and oftentimes they don't think about it because I think too many buyer brokers do just kind of think, well, we just do this and the seller pays mm -hmm. our compensation and so right. it's kind of no big deal. It's a big deal. All right, Davina, what are some deal. of those things? And I think a lot of buyer brokers are already doing it, but they're not communicating it with their with yep. their clients. Okay, so right. we're professionals, real estate professionals in our markets, and so being able to explain market knowledge, right? Market knowledge. Explain Number market one, knowledge. Explaining market knowledge. So that is what's going on in the community of the home that your clients are looking for. Right. Okay. So if they have a community set out or neighborhood or a city, you know, it, a street, whatever that is. I want to be within 30 minutes drive of um, Joint Base Lewis McCord. Right. Something like that. Exactly. Big community, so, right? Big community. But if you can, even if you can narrow that down, but if it's big, then, you know, you're working with them to narrow that down. But you're giving them either, a, you know, the broad to the, we're hype, being hyper local, right? understanding what is going on in that market in regards to 
the home and the type of property that they're looking for. Okay. So it really it could even be as big as so here's what interest rates have been doing. Mm -hmm. We don't nobody has a crystal ball, mm -hmm. but here's what they have been doing. Here yeah. are the things that fa and at, at a national level. Absolutely. Here are the things that impact interest rates, and that's part of knowing your having market Absolutely. knowledge, right? So um, not only just the homes and the neighborhoods, but um, what's going on in the industry with the interest rates. Um, also, what's going on um, with the um, uh, within you know globally or you know in regards to okay we're we just came out of a pandemic you know seasonal so what are what happens on you know in different seasons you know people ask when's the great when's the right time to buy we can actually have those conversations with our clients on okay this is what happens in the spring this is what happens in the summer this is what happens you know the cyclic the cycle the real estate cycle right understanding that market knowledge it just shows our clients that we are in tune with what's going on in our industry and that we are professional. And so if, if a buyer broker is having the conversation, their consultation mm -hmm. with a buyer, mm -hmm. what does this look like? Does the buyer does the buyer broker say, I one of the one of the things of value that I am going to give to you as being by being your agent is I am going to provide you with market knowledge. I I I already have a practice of staying aware of the market at the national level, at the local level, even as narrow as this community you said you want to be in, you know, Oakwood subdivision. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I, I will stay, I do stay mm -hmm. aware of what the market conditions are so that I can empower you with my knowledge. Is that how something like, is that kind it, of it, how? And it could be as simple as even setting them up on a search. Right, so even even that could be helpful. I mean, buyers they, these days they're they're doing their own searches. Okay, right? but, but what I'm trying to get to you, that's what you're going to do, mm -hmm. right? But how do you communicate to the buyer? This is what I'm going to do, and this is why you want me as your broker instead of either going this alone and walking mm -hmm. into an open house and buying it with the person who's holding the open house, mm -hmm. versus another broker down the street. So maybe you say to them. Here's my here's how I've developed my market knowledge. Here's how it's going to come to you. I'm going to set you up with this email delivery system so that that's what I'm looking for is what are the words that a buyer broker puts around making this explanation to a buyer so that a buyer understands the value that the broker is bringing. Yeah. So in within the market knowledge, you can say, you know what? Um, it's very important to me to provide you with the best service and the, the most information that I can so that you can make an informed decision. So okay. I am going to help you with that decision in regards to providing you with information about what's going on on the market. Um, there you, you know, go. What, so, so they can make the decision. I, I want to provide them with information and power okay. so that they can make the right decision. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Because I have the power of the market, mm -hmm. I, can, I can share mm -hmm. my knowledge with you mm -hmm. and empower you to make the very best decision for yourself. Right. I'm never going to make a, a real estate buying or selling decision for you, right. but I'm going to give you the foundation of knowledge that you need to be able to make a good decision for yourself. Absolutely. I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Okay, that's one. That's number one. <laughs> and this one is, is also related, um, and it's, it's a little, you know, you, you've got the market, but then we're going to look at, you know, if 
there's a particular property or some uh, a neighborhood, as, you know, when we're looking at the micro and not the macro, um, that an, a, a buyer has identified, then we're gonna we want to look at some comparable sales. Okay, so if, okay. We're, we're, if we're at the point where they're looking at one or two properties and they're like, I want to make an offer, but what should I make? You know, when we get to that point, and, and these aren't in, in particular order, as you see when we're going down the list, but doing a CMA. So we talk about CMAs, um, a comparative market analysis. Right. Some people call them competitive market analysis, but CMA. We are looking at comparable sales so that we can make an educated, like what an appraiser does, right? We right. want to know um, what's going on, just as if we were going to list a house. We want to know how much is that house worth that that buyer is looking to purchase. So instead right. of just flying by the seat of our pants and saying mm -hmm. the seller wants X amount for this house, let's offer them X amount for this house. We want to make sure that that house is going to first of all appraise. We want to make sure that if they have special amenities, you know, based on comp A versus comp B or C. Okay. So value, you we you wanna... are you are going to this is this feels to me like it's. A, a more specialized or a drilled down yep. approach on market knowledge. Yep. You're, you're, you are going to help when the buyer finds the house they want, you're going to empower them with the knowledge of what is this particular home worth, Absolutely. right? Here's the list price. Here's what you can expect as the appraised value. Mm -hmm. And these might be, you know, these mm -hmm. are issues, right? This right. is list price and then, you know, with a range, here's what we expect the appraised value so that the buyer knows when they go in to negotiate what their positioning is with respect to their offer price. That's Abs what you're saying. Absolutely. And it gives them a sense of power and ownership over their offer. And it also takes liability off of us as real estate brokers and saying, because buyers will ask you, what should I offer? Right? Yeah. Well, they have, they actually will be able to come to uh, a pretty good uh, assessment of what their offer should be based on comparables. But that's not that's not just it. So the the CMA is just a tool for them to compare apples to apples in the neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Um, the Number three. But so wait a minute, before we leave before, number two, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ready to go on to number three. I, right? I know, <laughs> hang on, because you just made me think of something. We're, we're talking about the value that the buyer broker is bringing to the buyer. Mm -hmm. and, and you said a buyer will oftentimes ask their broker, what should I offer? Mm -hmm. So if a buyer isn't working with their own buyer broker and instead they're making an offer at the of the, with the listing broker because they met them at the open house mm -hmm. and they ask the listing broker, what should I offer? What had better be the listing broker's answer? Oh gosh, answer? A, a million over list, right? Or at least <laughs> list, right? Right? Exactly. right? Right. At least the list. Right. Our job as a as a listing agent is to get the the highest and best for our client, right? right? So yeah. So, so buyer, if you want help in understanding exactly what at least a reasonable range of value is for this property, a predictable mm -hmm. appraised value for mm -hmm. this property. It feels to you, buyer, like maybe the property's overpriced. Is that right? Is your feeling right? You're you're gonna get that answer only if you're working with your own buyer broker, and you need to be working with a competent buyer mm -hmm. broker, which of course I am, mm -hmm. in order to get reliable numbers with respect to value. Right? Absolutely, because you know what? <clears throat> if you don't do the research, you te you technically. A buyer t could easily overpay 
for a property without having someone there to negotiate for them and show them the numbers so that they right. can actually do uh, present um, you know an offer that is backed up by the market right so okay yeah number three number three <laughs> and and actually this is the these are fun um, you know real estate's relationship right and we talk about relationship um, and so it's kind of twofold so we talk about relationship with our clients but then there's also you know a relationship with the other broker which we'll go a little bit deeper in but first all is actually making calls or texting inquiring to the other brokers in the neighborhood who have had who have active who have pending or who have had solds and getting some transactional insight into those transactions um, most you know with a property is active in the market and there's another property that's in that same neighborhood asking that broker what's been what's been your the activity what's been you know the feedback so that when you go to the negotiating table with broker and you talk to your buyer they know that you actually are engaged and know the neighborhood you know the properties that are you know um, on the market and have actually had physical conversations with those other brokers and you might have some intel and insight that the even the listing broker doesn't have oh wow okay so so what you're saying is even a bigger than or maybe smaller than mm -hmm. the the comparable sales the the estimated value of the mm -hmm. property you're talking about what have what have been the negotiation tactics in this neighborhood? What what might this seller have seen from their neighbors' experiences? Yep, absolutely. What kind of concessions have buyers been making? What kind of concessions have sellers been making? Mm -hmm. And and you're saying that 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 can be neighborhood centric, right? That can absolutely. be one subdivision may have a different experience from another subdivision from another subdivision even. Yes. And and the value that you as a broker can bring this buyer is that you as a broker have the ability to develop a relationship with the other brokers in your community so that you as the buyer's broker can be educated about that specific neighborhood and the experience that seller may have gained from even somebody else's experience. Somebody else's experience Absolutely. in the neighborhood. Yep. Getting some insight. Do you see, so what if the buyer said, okay, well, I don't really need you, broker, because I can pick up the phone and call other brokers and find out what their experience is? Um, how would they, you know? There's a difference. There's a difference. Right? Yeah. There's a difference. And there's a level of camaraderie. So here's another thing as well is because, you know, if we're, and, and that's actually a good question. That's a, that's a good objection. And um, probably how I would handle that is, you know, again, if I can get the, there's going to be some things that you're not even going to understand and terminologies that you don't understand and questions that they're not even going to know to ask. And so I can actually dig deeper. And even we have access to both sides of the transaction. So it's not just the person that listed it, but it's the person that brought the oh, buyer right. as well. And you don't have access to that information. That's right. So we can dig a lot deeper than you can. And then why would you want to spend your time doing that when that's what you know that's what I'm here for so I mean but literally it really is an access um, you know issue as well for them okay. to be able to do that so right. yeah all right I, I think that we uh, break here I think that I'm we... ready to go to the next <laughs> one <laughs> well you're gonna go to the next one okay. but our, our listeners and our viewers okay. are gonna take a little break okay. absorb what you said and then they're gonna be able to listen tomorrow okay. to the next tips that you offer okay okay all right 
So if you have questions on anything we've talked about so far, please visit warealtor.org, follow the links to the hotline and ask me a question. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member. Please tune in to hear the rest of Davina's 10 tips.